I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to Previously On. A podcast series created to help you through some of the most complex yet brilliant television ever made. Game of Thrones, Season 8, Episode 2, A Night of the Seven Kingdoms. Jamie is hauled before Daenerys in the Court of the North to explain why he should be trusted and where the hell Cersei's army is. They were supposed to be joining forces. Jamie agrees he's been lied to as well, but he made a promise to fight for the living, so here he is. Tyrion leaps to his defence, but given he believes Cersei too, isn't given much of a hearing. Sansa joins in condemning Jamie, reminding him of his actions in betraying her father Ned. Jamie tries to defend himself, reminding everyone that they were at war at the time, but states that this fight goes beyond loyalty and is about survival. It mirrors a speech that Brienne, one of his only friends in the room, once gave to him, so she takes the opportunity to stand up for him and addresses Daenerys head-on, explaining how Jamie defended her against attackers which cost him his hand. Sansa questions whether she would fight alongside him. When Brienne says she would, Sansa accepts Jamie into the fold. Jon's asked about his feelings on the matter, but merely surmises they need every man they can get, so Daenerys relents. Preparations for the imminent battle are underway all over Winterfell. Moats and trenches are being dug, booby traps being laid, and soldiers are training hard. Gendry continues his role as Chief Smith, making weapons out of dragonglass. Arya asks for progress on the weapon she designed, and Gendry tells her she should be safer down in the crypt with the other women and children. You don't say that to Arya Stark, pal. Offended, she asks how bad the dead can really be. While Gendry reiterates that they're beyond anything he's ever seen, Arya shows her knife skills off by throwing daggers at a post with pinpoint accuracy, saying that she's seen death's face. Gendry's taken aback a bit and says he'll get on to making Arya's weapon pronto. In the Godswood, Jaime talks with Bran properly for the first time in an age and apologises for pushing him out of the window and crippling him in the very first episode. Bran reassures him he holds no anger towards him because without this chain of events, Bran wouldn't have become the Three-Eyed Raven. Jamie's mere culpa continues when he pledges his services to Brienne, who's taking charge of the left flank defence. This position's mentioned quite a lot, so it's probably important, and says it would be his honour to serve under her in the battle to come. Meanwhile, in Daenerys' quarters, Jorah explains why she should forgive Tyrion and Jamie for their past mistakes, as she once forgave him his. He says, as devastating as it was to lose the position of hand to the Queen, having Tyrion serve in the position is the better choice, as his mind is worth its weight in gold. 
Again, much like the left flank and the fact that we keep being reminded all the women and children are hiding in the crypt, Tuin's great mind is brought up yet again. I guess we need to watch out for that. Daenerys meets with Sansa for clear the air talks, and they ultimately agree that Jon loves Daenerys and vice versa, despite his lack of height, and that this fight against the Night King is understandable, but what happens after that? Sansa starts to stake a claim for the North, but before things go south, they're interrupted with the arrival of Theon. He pledges his loyalty to the Queen and asks to fight for the Starks in the upcoming battle. Sansa embraces the man that freed her from the clutches of Ramsay Bolton with open arms. John is greeted by the returning forces of Ed, Beric and Tormund, and they deliver the devastating news about the losses at the last half from the last episode. Tormund explains the dead will be at Winterfell by morning. In the war room, John explains the battle strategy to everyone, saying their best chance at winning is to get the Night King himself, hoping then that the undead will fall alongside him. Bran proclaims the Night King will come for him because he is the way of wiping out the memory of all men. He offers himself up as bait, waiting in the godswood in the hope that the Night King will expose himself open to attack, and Theon offers to guard him. Grey Worm and Missandei pretty much seal their fate by making plans to escape to the sunshine of Narth, Missandei's home after the battle is over. I wouldn't print your boarding pass, mate. By a roaring fire in the meeting hall, Tyrion and Jaime discuss their past selves and are joined by Brienne, Podrick, Davos and finally Tormund. Tormund tells an amazing story about how he got the name Giant's Bane. It was by killing a giant when he was only 10 years old and suckling at the teat of its widow for three months, making him strong. God, I love that man. Out on the walls, Arya and the Hound sit and talk and are joined by Beric. The Hound, as miserable as ever, bickers with him and Arya says she's not going to spend her final hours with them and sets off back inside. While she's practising her archery, Gendry pops in to show her the weapon she ordered. Arya begins to question what Melisandre wanted with Gendry way back when. He explains she wanted his blood because he's the bastard of Robert Baratheon and got it by attaching leeches to his body. Arya asks if that was his first time with a woman. Flustered, Gendry answers no. She asks him how many other women he's been with. He again flusters before finally splitting out the number three, which probably means two, right lads? Arya, thinking that she'll probably die in the upcoming battle, decides she wants to lose her virginity before that happens, and in a rare Game of Thrones moment, a female finally has consensual intercourse on her own terms with someone she actually fancies. Bravo! Mm. Back in the meeting hall, the group talk about how many battles they've all been through and survived. Tyrion goes through everybody sat round and explains their victories in the field. When he gets to Brienne, he accidentally calls her Sir Brienne, correcting himself because females can't be knights. Tormund's offended and asks why she's not a knight, saying if he was a king he'd knight her ten times over. Jamie intervenes and explains that actually any knight can knight another person, before telling Brienne to take a knee and formally knighting her. In one of the best scenes in the whole of the goddamn series, Sir Brienne of Tarth, knight of the Seven Kingdoms, rises, tears in her eyes and a big goofy grin on her face and is warmly congratulated by everyone in the room. Tyrion asks for a song to lift their spirits. One by one they decline, until Podrick reveals a beautiful singing voice and sings a song called Jenny's Song, which is a teasing reference to Jenny of Old Stones. Aegon the fifth son, Duncan Targaryen, gave up his claim to the Iron Throne for Jenny's love. However, he died tragically at Summerhall when he tried to hatch dragon eggs and became a ghost that the song references. What can that mean? Hmm. In the crypt... Crypt again. John's looking at the statue of Lyanna Stark. Daenerys appears and they begin to talk about her, 
and then John finally reveals his true parentage. Devastated and acting properly weird, Auntie Daenerys says he has a better claim to the Iron Throne than her, but before he gets a chance to respond, the warning horn is sounded three times. White Walkers. Ladies, gentlemen, and those of non-specific gender, it's time to brace yourselves. The Battle of Winterfell is about to commence. Thanks for listening. Hope it's been helpful. Listen, if you've enjoyed this, I would love it if you subscribed. We've got loads more shows where this came from, and we'd love you to join us for them. If you know someone who needs to get up to speed with Thrones, just send them our way. A five-star review wherever you get your podcasts from would also be absolutely fantastic. If you've got any feedback, have I pronounced the name wrong? I hope I haven't. Or ideas for a show that we should be covering. We'll almost certainly be doing the big ones, but you never know. There may be others that we've missed. Let us know. I'd love to hear from you over on Twitter. You can find us at Previous Podcast or just email us hello at previouslyon.co.uk. Previously On is presented by Jamie East and is a Daft Doris production. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program. Are you ready for truly hydrated skin? Meet Hyaluronic Body Serum, a breakthrough in body care from Osea. It's clinically proven to instantly increase hydration by 161%. Their lightweight, fast-absorbing serum delivers 24 hours of nonstop hydration for silky smooth skin without the sticky afterfeel. Osea's latest innovation combines the magic of their best-selling Hyaluronic Sea Serum with a new formula that's good for the whole body and five types of hyaluronic acid to target every layer of the skin. Osea is a women-founded, women-led brand that's been crafting seaweed-powered products for nearly 30 years. The best part? Everything Osea makes is clean, vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Treat your skin to clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code SUMMER at OseaMalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A Malibu.com code SUMMER. Save big money on plant protection supplies. Now at Menards. Defend your garden with Triazicide Insect Killer. Its fast-acting formula protects lawns, vegetables, and many other plants. It kills more than 260 insects by contact, above and below ground. Choose from ready-to-spray, concentrate, or granular. Save big money on Triazicide Insect Killer at Menards. And check out our weekly flyer on Menards.com.
for all the great deals happening now. Save 